it seems that most of Instagram agrees with your parents that the Americans is the greatest show on, on TV right now. And we need to be watching it. Okay. Let's start it this weekend. Cause I actually really do want to start it. Um, and I'm so into that. And if you missed the show where you're talking about it, I think it's on Amazon prime, right? I'm not sure. I think it's on Amazon prime. Um, Everybody also loves Shit's Creek. Like, hands down, I had someone tell me that they hysterically bawled when it was over, and now they're starting it over, and it's one of the funniest shows they've ever seen. And I still think we need to go back and watch Sopranos, because that show was, I, I mean, I, to me, that was the greatest television. But the only people that I know that hardcore love Sopranos are the men in my life. No, you are so wrong. And you have just opened yourself up. If you are a woman who loves the Sopranos, message Callie. I hope so. I mean, I would like to, I've tried to get into it twice and I just have not gotten past the third asleep. episode. I know it's just not super engaging to me, but, um, I know it's blasphemy and everybody loved I know. it. And Why would you stay awake for three episodes of Sopranos when you can watch Gossip Girl again? I mean, Gossip Girl is just really good. Also on the must watch list. Um, and someone sent me this on Instagram today. Thank you, whoever you are. I totally did not um, screenshot her screen name, but um, Supermarket Sweep. Netflix has old school episodes of supermarket oh, suite. the original ones the original so it's not a remake the golden hams are there the 90s hair the horrible matching sweatshirts that they used to have to wear remember uh-huh wasn't that supermarket suite? yes um so that is on netflix bless netflix i love you and the next thing i hope they bring back is that mall game that what's the mall game i don't remember that one it was something where like you're with a partner it was the same host that mark Whatever Mark that did Summers. all the 90s game shows. Is his name Mark Summers? I think so. Yeah. And he, you were in a mall and you'd have to pick a store and there were all these like really cool wrapped boxes, but you didn't unwrap them. They just pulled off from the top. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. How would they wrap those? And then whoever <laughs> got the most dollars worth of prizes won or something. I don't really remember the rules. I just remember thinking, wow, this is cool. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for wireless printing. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my laptop. Okay, I have a question. Well, no, I have, I'm bringing an Instagram question over to here because I wanted to hear what you thought about it. And I think I have finally perfected my answer to the question. How did you know Jeff was the one? Um, the answer to that question is once he knocked me up, <laughs> she just found out four I months ago figured it out. that I am around forever. Yeah. Or at least the next 18 and a half years. Yeah. Um, so I have been doing, cause really, truly, we did not discuss marriage before Jeff proposed. So I, it's not something I sat around and thought about all the time. Now that we are married and we've been married almost four years, we've been together for eight, I think something like that. Um, I yeah, eight, pinpointed eight and a half. Yep. How to figure out if someone is right for you. Okay. Because here's the thing. 
Is this a test that everybody listening is going to put their significant other through? It's not. And relationships will end because they won't pass it? It's not a test you can facilitate, but the universe has to like give it to you and then you'll see. So it is all fun and games. I mean, Jeff and I started off our dating relationship. We happen to be Jeff got a free ride in a private plane. And he yeah. took me to Key West for two days. And that was our first overnight trip together. Now that sets the bar really high. And what's not good about a relationship when you're in a pri private plane heading to an all expenses beach weekend? Yeah, I set the bar really, really high. And at that point, you could have come home from that trip and left and just, you know, d d never spoken to me again and use the reason you'll never be able to top this. And I would have, right, had that to, was the best. I would have had to understand. And that's a whole a story for a different time, but, um, things were really good. Cause we were on cloud nine and doing all these fun things and having all of these cool experiences. And I think it's not the, like, it's easy to be on cloud nine in your relationship when you're doing really cool stuff and life isn't very heavy and there's not a whole lot of responsibility or whatever. Where the real, um, eye-opening part of a relationship is, is when things get really hard and really bad, how that person reacts. And I remember years ago, I was in a really long-term relationship and I thought that I was going to marry the guy. And I remember being at his grandmother's funeral and I went to hold his hand and he pulled his hand away from me really fast and said, don't touch me. And I remember thinking like, why wouldn't he want me near him? Like, he's so sad. I'm trying to comfort him, you know, and that was kind of like my love language is like to be there for him. And then I remember in contrast, when I was dating Jeff, my dog got cancer, which was the, oh my God, it was awful. It was so heartbreaking. And I went to, I found out I was so upset. I went to work the next day. And I came home and Jeff had been researching food that's good for animals with cancer. He had made like boiled chicken and rice dishes and separated them out by meal for her. And just when things were really bad in our dating relationship, he was always right there and the partner that I needed him to be. And I think what a lot of people, when they are disappointed in their marriages when it's because they didn't go any through any through any hard lifetimes when they were dating. So they didn't have the opportunity to see how someone reacts to emotional situations. And you don't want to. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me challenge your test, your life test, because circumstances like a dead grandma or a sick dog or anything else tragic, right? Mm -hmm have to be presented to you. Like you just can't create them. So if somebody is fortunate enough to be two or three years into a relationship with a person and they have not experienced anything tragic, so they can't measure against that, where then where's the test? How do they treat their friends who are going through something like that? Or how do they react to emotionally stressful situations? Do they shut down? Do they push you out? Um, or, and, then, and then can I challenge you again? Yeah. Sorry. Am I going to make you hate me? No, I just thought you would be totally on board. Like, yeah. And I'm going to flip the question and ask you. Well, the reason that I want to challenge you on it is because I don't know that testing, that evaluating somebody during a time of emotional distress is the right time to do it. Like, I know. I disagree. And let me tell you why. 
when you get married, there are things in life that are really hard, really challenging, etc. If the person is not who you want as a partner, like maybe my ex-boyfriend was going through severe emotional stress, but the perfect person for me leans on me for support when they're sad and we get through things together. That wasn't who he is. And he was showing me right then. You know what I mean? And he's married. He's moved on. Like he, you know, found somebody and that's great. But for me, that's not a person. Like, I don't want a person that pulls away from me when they're sad and I'm trying to comfort them. But something feels wrong about judging a person's reaction at their grandmother's funeral because. But I didn't walk out of there saying, oh, that was really jacked up. I was just like, oh my gosh, he's so sad. It's the, it's in retrospect. I'm not saying judge your relationship right now, but I'm just saying when you're at that crossroads and you're thinking, I'm trying to decide if this person is the person for me, think about the worst things that could happen in your life. One of you gets sick. You have to take care of an ailing parent. Um, you know, finances get really tough and you guys are absolutely broke in the worst situations is that person who you need them to be? Or is it only in the best situations when things are really great between you? And I think that, I mean, would you agree with that though? Yes. But I think you, I think I just, um, I don't know if defensive is the right word, but the way you started using him yanking his hand away that I, I, I don't think it's right to use that as an example. The difference would be if it was your grandparent who passed away And he never reached for your hand. So what, um, knowing what you know about marriage and insert joke here, you have a lot of experience with marriage. You have like, what, 14 years worth of marriage (laughs) between two women. Um, (laughs) what would you say? How do you figure out when you're dating, if that person is right from you and how do you know versus being let down in the marriage when things are really tough and hard. Like how do you, how would you say what's well, an indicator? I, I think that if you're going to use the hardest times of life as the measuring stick, you know, you're with the right person when you would rather have them around during the tough times than be alone during the tough times. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Because if you're going through something really difficult, you need to put all of your time and energy into that difficult journey. And if the person you're with makes it effortless or easier, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. If the person you're with makes it more difficult or you wish they weren't around so much, yes. then maybe that person's not in it for the whole journey, you know what I mean? Not, Mm -hmm. not your person for the whole journey. So if you're going to use the tough times, um, well, I, and, and I would expand it and say, even outside of tough times, if life is just easier with them around, that's, that's a a very simple qualifier. Right. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't mean to like the funeral thing. Like I sounded like a jerk, but that was one thing that I was thinking about. Cause you were upset, you know, this past weekend about your dad and like your mom not being around for his birthday and all of that. And you were tearing up and you came to me and you said like, I'm really moved by this or whatever. And you gave me a hug and I was like, Oh my gosh, I love that my husband comes to me when he's sad and wants to be closer to me. Was it the note? Did we talk on Monday's episode about the note that Uh the neighbor gave? It was, it was the note, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I was just thinking, so it's not, 
judge at a funeral. It's just, I remember when I was thinking about how wonderful, um, I know what you were trying to yeah. say with the funeral, but it would just have to be the situation would have to be reversed because what I would encourage you not to do is pass judgment when somebody is going through something they've never been through before, like a serious illness or a death of somebody in the family or. But you don't think that's an indicator of how they're going to treat you in marriage? Like you don't think that's because that was an indicator. No, I think you are putting that at, uh, on a list of 10 other things that he did probably okay. that month. Okay. Like, I think that's probably one thing on your list, but I would not if like to to but get completely out of the funeral, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's generally great and then this COVID stuff has caused them to lose their job or to become under tremendous financial pressure and they are different than they were a few months ago, mm-hmm. I don't know that you are supposed to be judging them right now you should be showing up for them and helping them get through it. Now, the other side of that is if you're going through something as well and they're not at all attentive to what you're going through, then I think there's an issue. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? But yeah. it doesn't mean I, I, I'm not right and you're wrong. Or I feel like a bad per- person for saying that. My point was don't judge things only by the good because it is so easy to be in love and happy when you're on a yes. beach and you have not a care in the world and no responsibilities together. Like that's not when you should measure how good your relationship is. You should measure it when things are normal, dull, boring, or bad. And I, so, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I you just, made me feel, I was just like, Oh, people that don't know that relationship for me don't. That's well, I, example. I know what you were trying to say. Right. That was just that. I just don't think that was an ideal example of it. Right. What I was trying to say is when things were emotional we for him, it. he didn't want to be near me. Right. Ever. Yes. Not just that. Not one just time. that one time. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Can I make you feel better and tell you something that I think you did yesterday that was a brilliant life hack? Sure. And I don't even think you realize you did it. Oh, sure. Or you can say I totally did it on purpose and then uh, you still get the credit for it because it was awesome. Callie uh, last night goes to bed and says, hey, I put a post-it with some things that uh, need to get done on your computer. So if you can do those, that would be great. I said, okay, no problem. And I get the note and there's like, let's say there's eight things on it. Well, five or six of them are things that I would normally do anyways. So I was like, oh yeah, I can definitely do this whole note. And got, and I just got up and I did like the four or five things that were on there that I would normally do or the five or six, however many things I would normally do. Those got done. Then there were like two other things. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll just keep going. I can do this whole list. So by stacking a to-do list for someone else with stuff that you know they've already done or will do, it motivates them to get the rest of the stuff done. Oh, did it? No, I didn't do that intentionally. I was just, I was actually writing stuff on that list that I was planning on doing and didn't get time to do before bed. Like I wanted to wipe the kitchen down. I wanted to put the dishes in the dishwasher. I just didn't get time to do that. So it was my way of like passing the torch. Yeah. And I, for me, saw the thing on the list, like empty the dishwasher. And I'm like, I do that every night. No problem. Or it was like, wipe down the dining room table. I can do that. I do that every night. No problem. And it felt, it just felt really, really good to have completely finished the list. 
Yay. Yay. Thank good. you. So good job with that. I have a super pup alert and I wish that you could see the photo of this dog because it's a Belgian Malinois. You know, they have like the really dark face kind of uh-huh. like Lily and the super pointy ears and it's just smiling. It's so cute. So this dog's name is Rue. And Belgian Malinois dogs are uh, generally extremely smart. Yeah, they're police dogs. Right. A lot so, of them. So they, they're, they're like dogs that we'll never own because I'm afraid that in the middle of the night they'll steal our car and like go to the dog park on their own. Jeff has this whole thing. And one day we will get a dog smarter than us, but I wanted border collies. I do want border collies forever. And Jeff is like, Kelly, I'm not getting a dog that's smarter than we are. I'm we, not going to do it. When we move... <laughs> farther away, farther out of the city where we do, and we can have an entire farm where they can build things and like rocket ships and stuff, then <laughs> we can get those dogs. But here in like this, we'll come home and they'll rearrange our house. And you're going to be like, um, what? yeah. <laughs> so Belgian, put Belgian Malinois in the category of those super smart dogs. So this is Rue and he's three years old and he lives in Tennessee and over 4th of July, he was in his house with his owner and started frantically barking at the front door. Like, oh my, like not normal. Yeah. So the owner goes to the door, opens it. It turns out his neighbor's house is on fire. So Rue was trying to tell his dad, hey dad, our neighbor's house is on fire. And a sweet little ending to the story is that the neighbor had been the one to talk Rue's owner into getting him. Oh, no kidding. So he was like, you need to get this dog. He's he'd be the best dog. Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a couple months and the dog is literally saving that woman from a burning fire. Did Was there anybody in the house? Did the dog actually save someone's life or uh, was the house empty and he just called? Because I'm assuming. No, the neighbor and her pets were in the house oh, and they wow. got the whole family and the pets out. Was it probably fireworks, I'm guessing, or something on the no, 4th no, of it July? Didn't say. Well, Rue, you are a beautiful. Super pup. Thanks. <laughs> Today's quote is from Anne Frank. How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. We live super close to my parents and my sister, but we haven't been able to be, you know, super close to them because we're still trying to social distance. So one thing we've been doing is spending a ton of time outside together. Now, you know, if you live in the South, that outside time in the summer uh, means it's really, really hot. And especially if you're sitting outside for a full dinner, you want to make sure you don't get dehydrated. Okay. Don't forget to drink that water and add some liquid IV to your water so you get extra hydration. Our cabinets are fully stocked with liquid IV and so are my parents. They love it too. Liquid IV comes in little packets and you put it in about 16 ounces of water and it gives you the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water. So take it with you this summer wherever you go and make sure that you're staying hydrated. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. There's a lot going on in the world, and sometimes you think about 
all of it in the minutes before you want to fall asleep. Well, if you need something to maybe take the edge off, make you feel a little more calm, make you fall asleep a little bit faster, you might want to consider trying CBD. And Caliper CBD is a great way to get started. They are putting their CBD in powder form because your body's going to absorb powder better than it's going to absorb oil. Okay. And it's proven, clinically proven, that you're going to get 450% more CBD with Caliper CBD powder compared to the tinctures, the, the oils and the drops and stuff. Um, in addition, it's precisely measured 20 milligrams in each packet of CBD. You'll never wonder how much you're getting again. And it has no taste. So if you've been thinking about trying CBD, Caliper CBD is the way to go. Right now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. But you have to go to trycaliper.com slash upside. That's T-R-Y-C-A-L-I-P-E-R.com slash upside. And use the promo code upside for 20% off your first order. Trycaliper.com slash upside. I have been going to therapy for over a decade now. Jeff has too. We both love it. It has changed both of our lives for the better. And if you've been toying with going to therapy, but you're like, honestly, I have no idea where to start. Anyone who has ever been to therapy has had that thought. So you're not alone. It is a confusing, confusing process. But we found out about BetterHelp. And this, let me tell you, if you're confused about knowing where to start or that is a huge roadblock for you, BetterHelp is going to make things so much easier for you. So you go to betterhelp.com slash upside. They're going to ask you questions about your life and what you're hoping to accomplish and your lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. They're going to hook you up with one of their thousands of licensed professional counselors. And you can meet with this person over video chat, phone, like whatever works for you. But don't worry, you don't have to leave your house. And if you don't immediately connect with this person or you're feeling like the fit just isn't right, they will hook you up with someone else. Zero questions asked. We got a note from BetterHelp recently that said over 1 million people are now using BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. As an Upside listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Name Stacy is going to be our Name That Noise contestant today. And if she doesn't win, that means you could win by um, call, calling, by texting the word noise to 800-434-5454. Let's hope Stacy answers so we don't have to recreate the drama from yesterday. The drama. <laughs> Hello? Stacy, it's Callie and Jeff. Hey, how are y'all? We're good. How are you? Good, good. Are you ready to be the next contestant on Name That Noise? Sure. <laughs> sure. I like the fact that I'm in people's heads. I have them rattled. You do. They, 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 they don't, they aren't coming with the cockiness that they did for the first couple rounds. That makes me feel good. Okay, good. So I'm not sure, but I'm going to give the guess. All right, Stacey. Well, uh, here's how it works. I'm going to turn the phone down and I'm going to play the sound. You'll get to listen to it carefully one more time. Then you get to make your guess. All right. Okay. Good deal. Here we go.
All right, Stacy, name that noise. I think it's dice in a cup, like Yahtzee dice. And you're shaking them up. Nope. Nope. And no. Nope. Jeff is getting really buzzer happy, but it gives him uh, so much joy. Uh, it, it doesn't involve a cup, dice, or Yahtzee. So that's three buzzers. Sorry. <laughs> so now we get a clue, right? Yeah. No. Oh, that's a good idea. We haven't done a clue for this one. Well, How we, long before we get a clue? I think we got to play at least one full week. Oh. So I like how Stacy just slides it in there like I like it's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be, yeah. I'll fight for you, Stacy. I called for y'all. I called y'all today too to tell you you have to watch the American. It's amazing. We literally were just talking about that. Um now how many episodes do we need to give it before we decide if we like it? Is it one of those things where we have to like get through five episodes? I think you're going to like it pretty quick, but you okay. do have to pay attention because it is about Russian spies and KGB. So you have to pay attention. So I would say four to five episodes, but I, I loved it. And it, I was sad. I think I cried when it ended. <laughs> um, it's on, is it on Amazon prime? Did we get that right? Or Netflix. Um, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix now, but it used to be on Amazon. I think it was on one of them, but I don't know okay. which one. I watched it when it was on regular TV. So, got it. I'm I'm old school. Yeah. Speaking so, of yeah. Um, regular TV shows, did you? I know this is a tangent, and Stacy didn't sign up for this. You just called up to to guess the wrong noise. But uh, <laughs> I know. the show Dead to Thanks. Me is coming back with a third and final season. I don't know if you've ever watched any Dead to Me, but Callie and I loved it. So, and it kind of, no. they had two, it's, good. it's Netflixy. Yeah. They had two seasons. No, I haven't seen that. And it kind of wrapped up at the end of the second season because that's when it got pulled off network TV, but they're going to bring it back for a third season on Netflix. It's really good. It's Christina Applegate. And it's like, a, I hate when people use the term dark comedy. Cause I'm like, what is dark comedy? But it is dark comedy. Like it's funny, but okay. it's also about okay. like death and stuff. So we highly recommend that. Okay. So I need to give that a try. Yeah. All right. Stacy, okay. thank you for your guess. Um, know that you can play again. Uh, there is no, uh, the computer is the person who p or is the thing that p picks the contestant, the p picks the person who plays. So if you have <laughs> another guess, just text the word noise to 800-434-5454. Could be you and you could get another shot at it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye Stacey. Have a good day. You too. All right, here are my three random things for today. If you are having trouble sleeping, know this, it's not just you. A new study suggests that life during lockdown has left most Americans feeling more exhausted than before. 60% of people who responded to this 2000 person survey said that they've had more trouble sleeping than they normally do. And uh, the same percentage also said their sleep schedules are uh, very inconsistent during the lockdown. You know what has gone up? Anxiety meds. Uh, so, has, so I wonder if that has anything to do with like, I wonder if people are not being able to sleep and stuff like that and feeling anxious that so they're like, oh my gosh, I need anxiety meds. Well, 27% of people take an over-the-counter sleep aid, 25% take prescription medicine to help them sleep, and another 24% use booze to help them doze off. Jeff uh, uses CBD to doze. I if anybody needs uh, another suggestion. <laughs> I, I thought this was a great statistic. 46% of people admitted to getting out of, out of bed just 10 minutes before they have to start the remote work day.
So oh. they roll out of bed yep. and they're sitting down and working 10 minutes later. Yep. Bedhead on the Zoom call. Uh, Callie, I pulled this one just for you because you like the vintage foods. Uh, Swiss Miss Hot Chocolate has teamed up with Lucky Charms cereal to make hot chocolate with Lucky Charms marshmallows. That sounds delicious. Uh, there's no word on how it tastes. Uh, Lucky Charms just put on their Instagram profile a picture of the um, packaging. Packet. Yeah. So uh, if you are in the mood in the middle of summer for hot chocolate, know that there's Lucky Charms marshmallows hot chocolate available for you. And I think. You can buy on the internet bags of just Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yes, you can. If you, that's mm -hmm. your thing. It's, whose thing is it not? Uh, and then this. Pick the heck out of some marshmallows. Right here is the uh, is going to be the worst story that you hear all week. Uh, the average American has gained 16 pounds during lockdown. Oh, I saw that. 76% uh, of the people polled say that they gained weight. 74% uh, say that their daily routine being thrown off caused them stress, which resulted in them snacking more. 60% say diets were thrown off during self-isolation and 60% eat comfort foods every day because of the lockdown. I am so glad that I have a weekend excuse. <laughs> yes, you do. In quarantine, but also pregnant. So, so it's the baby's fault. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. It dawned on us a few days ago that us being rookies in this podcasting game never put a link to join the advisory horde up on our website. Oh, yeah, we didn't. So and you know who noticed that? Somebody who was trying to join the advisory horde. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... Uh, know this, if you want to join, here's something you need to know about the advisory board right now. We have a few remaining discount codes for the advisory board. You get perks as an advisory board member. One of them uh, was a $10 off gift certificate in the merch store. And we have about five of those left over. So the next five people to join the advisory board are going to get a gift certificate for $10 off in the Callie and Jeff merch store. Um, a discount code. Yeah, discount code. But in order to join the advisory horde, you either have to go to advisoryhorde.com or text the word horde, H-O-R-D-E, uh, to 800-434-5454. And we would love to have you. And if you're wondering what the advisory horde is, it's just, uh, it's, it's a way for you to support us and to support this show. Um, it's a booster with, club. Yeah, it's a booster club with little perks thrown in. You get a membership pin. Uh, you'll occasionally get emails from us. You'll get heads up ahead of time when stuff goes on sale in the merch store. And when we're trying to clear out inventory like we are right now, you get a $10 off coupon. Hi, this is Suzanne from Snellville. I was calling to say I think it's hilarious that every time someone calls to call out Jeff on something, they totally southern mom him at the beginning of the voicemail and say his whole name saying Jeff Dollar and then go on with whatever they're um, calling him out on anyway um, I just thought it was funny that they used both names every time um, that they're saying you shouldn't do this to Callie you guys have a great day bye
Having a baby suddenly causes you to evaluate all of the things going on in your life and make really, really adult decisions. So you wouldn't think that a child is going to affect my credit cards, but it does. I'm not just talking about diapers for the next couple of years. I'm talking about interest rates. I'm going to save as much money as possible for my new daughter. One of the ways I can do that is by getting a fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. It could save me thousands in interest. First thing I'm going to do is go check my existing credit cards and see what the interest rate is. Probably close to or over 19% APR. That's the average credit card interest rate. And then I'm going to refinance with Lightstream. I'll get rates starting at just 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Lightstream believes that people with good credit like you deserve a better loan experience. And that's exactly what they deliver. Upside listeners can get a special interest rate discount and save even more. But the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject credit approval rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offer subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Guys, I cannot believe that you don't watch Shit's Creek. It's literally the funniest show in the entire world. They're really, really short episodes, Callie. You can do it. You can do it. They're very, very short. Uh, they're just so funny. Please just give it a chance. So funny. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Emily. I uh, had to pause the show when you were talking about Shit's Creek. I discovered that show during quarantine. Watched all seasons of it. It's hilarious. And um, what I thought was really neat is they make reference to um, the upside uh, a lot. They'll say things like, well, on the upside, um, this, you know, and uh, I just thought that was really neat. Um, I've heard it said several times and love the show. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Janae from Smellville. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, I had to pause today's podcast because you were talking about the Americans. Um, Kelly, it is not a prime show. It is a complete series that was on FX, and it is amazing. So if you guys can find three hours, sit down and watch the first three episodes, because you will be hooked. It's so good. Bye. Love you. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call and tell you, you totally have to take up the recommendation that Callie's parents gave you about watching The Americans. It's amazing. I was so sad when it ended, but it is an excellent show, and I think y'all will like it, especially because it's mystery and crime, and it is amazing. So definitely take the recommendation. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's Stacey. So, yes, definitely get a decent camera to take into the hospital with you. I ended up having a C-section, and my husband was able to take some great photos of some very sweet moments with the nurses taking care of our daughter. And bonus, one of my nurses was a photographer as a hobby, and she took some fantastic photos of me with the baby and my husband in the background. And it was it was so it's some, some of the best pictures that I treasure. So definitely do that. And if you want to try out some decent lenses, there are lens companies that you can rent lenses from. And so I was able to rent like this really nice lens for my existing camera during that weekend we were in the hospital. 
So love you guys and can't wait to hear the next show. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Ashley from Vegas. Uh, my husband told me to call in and tell you guys about our engagement story about people being in really bad mood. He, we live in Las Vegas, obviously, and he surprised me with a couple's weekend, I thought, just him and I in Lake Tahoe. Um, it was Valentine's Day week, but President's Day weekend is a long weekend for teachers. My husband's a teacher, and that's why we went away. And we were, like, joking around, and I was like, God, people who uh, propose on Valentine's Day are so stupid or, like, Valentine's Day week, like – how unoriginal, like, I want to be a random Tuesday afternoon, you know? I don't want to see it coming. So we get up there that night. We're, like, playing Monopoly, found it at the house we were staying in. And someone knocks on the door. Well, it turned out to be my best friends from the Midwest. So I was a little annoyed because it was supposed to just be us. So I was like, wow, that's really sweet and romantic. You invited three of our couple friends to fly to Tahoe just for the weekend. That's dumb. So I gave them a tour around the house, and I was like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Walk back in the living room, and he's down on one knee. And I said, what are you doing? Get up. You're being stupid. Everyone's here. And he's like, no, I'm proposing to you. And then I blacked out, and I have no idea what he said. So basically, I told him his idea was stupid. Then when he was actually doing it, I told him to get up and stop being an idiot and asked him what he was doing because my friends were there. All right. Love you guys. Bye. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward.